seed. If you don't believe in Hondos, then... <laughs> yeah, fuck that book. Call back. <laughs> Here's part two of the Sick and Wrong Holiday Show Spectacular. You know what's uh, snuggling my insides right now? This Yagnog. Yagnog! I'm loving you! I either thought it was Yagnog or the thought of uh, calling up our special guest, John Steele. Oh, that's why my hand is snuggling my cock. <laughs> You're getting a tingling in the crotch area. Uh, I'm not yeah, masturbating. You know, I'm just snuggling my scrotum. Uh, my John Steele. Uh, we we usually try to have him on the holiday show. I like to check in with Steele every few months just to see what's always going on. Interesting. You know, it's always interesting to talk to him, get the update about Martin and Dougie and what's going on in the Bay Area. Hopefully, uh, from the Wall Ville, Raven. Yeah, Wall Raven uh, from the Ville tends to do their their <laughs> annual show. Break. Don't they do an annual show? Oh, that's right. I think so we're it's on it time to do year. it. Yeah, I think we're on it. Uh, I think we did a guest spot last year or the year before. I'd like to do it this year, yeah. <laughs> Although we might not be invited back. Yeah, I don't know. I think we stole the show after the well, last time. And plus, you know, Wackily, last time you actually saw these guys in person, you didn't even say goodbye to them, oh, if God. I recall. It's I, like a fucking albatross. I'm hoping he doesn't bring that up again. <laughs> Anyway, the one thing, the, the main reason I like to call up Steele around the holidays is I just want to check in with him to see if, you know, if he's not just sitting in his garage with the door closed and his car running, drinking a lot of Jack Daniels, listening some, to some Bachman Turner Overdrive. I just want, you know, I just want to make sure he's not doing that. Instead, he's uh, guest starring on uh, Sick and Wrong. Okay. Should we give him a call? Took a turn for the depressing, but thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, what, what else? Is he going? He, okay. I imagine Steele either jacking off, contemplating suicide, or sitting at the strip club on the over the holidays. What, what else? What do you think he's doing? Uh, Christmas caroling. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine him like cooking up some a batch of holiday cookies to come bring his friends. Right. Yeah. In his easy bake oven in the dorm room. <laughs> <laughs> you think he has a full size kitchen? No. You think Steel ever cooks? Nope. Well let's find let's find out what, what Steel's cooking for Christmas dinner. You know, I saw some uh, video, some girl sent me this video. She's like, This is the cutest Christmas cat video I've ever seen. And it was a video of this Asian guy uh speaking Japanese or whatever, these two cats. And he went out and he bought little cat ornaments. For the cats and this special little cat steak. And the whole six minute video is just him like eating steak with these cats, you know, listening to Christmas songs. Eating steak with yeah, the cats? With the cats. They were eating it off his plate and he was eating it. Just the, the three of them, the two cats. And the, it was probably one of the most tragic things I've ever seen. Like, if anybody should be sitting in a car in a locked garage with a motor running, it should be that guy. 
<laughs> but my question is, do you, do you think Steel cooks food for his cats? Does Steel have a cat? Does Steel have any pets? I don't know. Has Steel ever had a pet? I could imagine Steel having a having a pet. Unless, do you count Dougie as a pet? <laughs> sort of. Well, let's give him a call and find out what Steel's doing for the holidays. All right. Fair enough. You know he's masturbating. <laughs> he totally was masturbating. Steel! <laughs> yeah. Happy holidays. On? Season's greetings. Stan Lance. Same to you. You sound, sound a little dry. Hang on a second. Are you in the bathroom? Like, what, what's going on over there? I think he's, I think he's flushing his jizz. Wait, are you, are you on the toilet? That. Like, were you jacking off into the toilet? I will know. I'll tell you why I was on the toilet. I was expecting to call an hour ago, and I was trying to hold the slaves in. Keep, you know, I was trying to keep the slaves captive. God, the slaves. Eventually, got to a point I couldn't do it anymore, and thought these fuckers are going to call me or not. So I had to take a shit. Yeah, sorry about that. It got me at a bad time. I think they got it. 12, 12 years in steel's time. Were you wiping when, while you were talking to us? No, I, I just got done wiping right when I picked up the phone, so all I had to do was flush, but I didn't want to leave it sitting there because then it breaks up into a million pieces. <laughs> I actually should have took a picture of it. it but normally, that. like when you're when people call you, do you talk while you're in mid shit? Like if you're actually shitting, do, do you or do you wait till oh, later? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's where I have my best conversations <laughs> is usually on the dumper, but. uh Sometimes, like, if I leave my phone in the other room and somebody calls while I'm on the shitter, I'm too lazy to do the shuffle where you have your pants at your ankles and you got to shuffle through the house. I don't normally do that anymore, but I usually take my phone in there to begin with because I'm so, uh, like, adult ADD. I have to have something to fidget with when I'm taking a dot. Like, I, I watch YouTube clips or whatever. It's, it's the smartphone things out of, out of control. <laughs> do people realize that that you're taking a shit while you're talking to them? Uh, only when I flushed the toilet in the middle of it, which I had to there. I Sorry about that. Probably very rude. Yeah, I was wondering what was going on. I, I thought, you know, because there's a lot of guys that jack off into the toilet because they're so clean. And it's just, you know, they, they want to deal right. with uh, having a, you know, a jizz rack. Well, you know, well, I do something similar to that. It's very well documented. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on your show, but I, what I've been doing for probably, I'd say, almost close to a decade now is I jerk off over the sink. Oh, it could be a kitchen sink. It could be a bathroom. It doesn't matter where the sink is. That's where I jerk, I jerk off into the sink and then just rinse it down. Yeah, but that works for a tall man like you. I'm a short guy. I'm a short Jewish man. I'd have, you get a stool. I'd have to get a stool to do that. <laughs> well, there you go. You get a little stepping ladder and you stand over the sink and do it. But the best is if you're if you're staying over at a friend's house, the best way to say thank you for hey, thanks for letting me you know lay on the futon or sleep, you know sleep my drunk off on your couch. The best thing to really to do to thank them as being a good host is to jerk off in their kitchen sink and forget to rinse it down. <laughs> so you just leave the semen in the, just sitting in the sink. Yeah, because it's no fun if they don't know that I did it. I mean, I want them to know that hey, I violated your sink. Thanks for the thanks for letting me stay on your couch. I'll see you next time. <laughs> Good time. I but think yeah, I think Steele got up and made a mayo like and cheese sandwich. Behind. Like I was expecting you guys to call me like an hour ago, and you're obviously running again on Negro Time. <laughs> which, if I wanted to, you know, if I wanted to go on a radio show on Negro Time, I'd maybe go on a radio show with Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> Sick and Wrong's kind of in the in that league, I would say. 
At least we operate on the same time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you guys already sound like you've uh, been hitting the uh, Christmas Jaeger line. Nog. Jaegnog. That's what, uh, the, the drink of choice okay. tonight. It actually tastes as disgusting as it sounds. <laughs> well, it sounds pretty gross. I think it's already giving me the Christmas trots, which... Uh, well, see, we could maybe all three of us could get on the ball and all talk. We could then we could do the whole show, all three of us on the ball. I think I could stretch the mic. So, Steele, are uh, are you filled with holiday cheer already? Are you like in the Christmas uh, the Christmas spirit? Can't you tell? I mean, <laughs> just by me talking over the phone, how festive I am. How is Christmas in the uh, in the in the in Bay City in the Tri Cities? Uh, it's awful. Well, last year. Like for Christmas, uh, Christmas, I usually Christmas Eve, I spend alone by myself. Like, I, you know, I don't do family things, friends. And I usually like drink alone and, and just really self I told you, Wackerly, we were making a bet on this. And I said, I guarantee Steele sits home alone, jacking off, or he's at the strip club. No, I, the strip club is too fun. That's too, uh, too festive and social for me on Christmas. <laughs> I like to like, I like to sit back and, and, and loathe myself. Well, drinking bourbon or whiskey, whatever I drink of choice, usually a whiskey or a bourbon of some sort, and just sit there and, and wallow in how awful of a human being I am and how I, I don't, you know, antisocial I am. And, I, yeah, I usually get bombed on Christmas Eve. In fact, last Christmas Eve, I shot a YouTube video while I was getting drunk off Devil's Jim Beam Devil's Cut all night. And uh, I don't know if I'll shoot another video this fucking Christmas Eve, but it's a possibility once I start So you just get off. really drunk you- and reflect on all the bad decisions that have led you to this point? <laughs> yeah, because I've not, I'm not, I've never been known as a good decision maker in my the poor choices, my, uh, you know, exactly. And I, I loathe myself. I mean, I, I'm, I'm one of these self loathers that just kind of like, I look in the mirror with disgust at how just an awful human being I am. Do you watch anything on TV, you know, Die Hard or any kind of no, Van Damme I, although, movies or anything? You know what I do on New Year's Eve? Because I, I, New Year's Eve I hate as well. New Year's Eve is, is the worst of all holidays. It, it's I, all I couple agree nights. with you 100%. Yeah, I hate New Year's Eve for amateurs. Oh, I, I hate, hate it. Too. Yeah, so, so New Year's Eve I generally, I, I might have mentioned this. Wait, the Charles Bronson, I, I, right? I don't know if I mentioned that. Death Wish, yeah. yeah. I, I, said, well, I, I got a Charles Bronson DVD collection, and I picked three or four Bronson movies and watched Bronson kill thugs. It's do incredible. you masturbate during the show, or do you stop it and then go masturbate to, like, porn, or do you just masturbate to Bronson? Well, I'm not going to sit here and lock and say I've never masturbated <laughs> to Charles Bronson. <laughs> I mean, watch a Death Wish movie and tell me you're not going to come out of the, at the end of that one masturbating. Man, those movies, even the thought of that movie gives me a boner. A holiday boner. I like, yeah, I like, uh, tell me, did they transition? This always is funny when you watch movies, especially today, but even back then, you know, like it, Bronson will be in the Bronx and somebody will uh, attack him in, in the subway, but they'll be like two white guys. Like, huh? Yeah. 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 yeah he usually kills. In fact, I, in my YouTube video, cause I got, you know, my fucking, the place I live is just a fucking train wreck. It, it, it's absolutely dominant for somebody my age, but I got Charles Bronson, like, like frame photos on one wall and on the other wall you got like all these comedians and some of them are black like Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy and you know they're like album covers and stuff that are framed on one side of the on, on one side of the room and in my YouTube video I pointed out that I have to keep Bronson suffering from the blacks because if the blacks get near him he'll shoot him because in most of his movies he shoots 85% black people about 10 or 15% white people yeah. they do throw a couple of whites in there though for equal opportunity 
Oh, yeah, I got Don Rickles and Rodney and <laughs> Sam Kinison, you know, shit, shit as well. So I do have some white so, comedians, too. So, Steele, yeah. are you cooking yourself? Like, on Christmas Eve, do you cook yourself a holiday dinner? <laughs> I don't ever cook myself dinner. Like, I don't know what your your definition of dinner is as opposed to mine, but, you know, I might get fast food or I might, you know, I can cook a steak or something like that, but I don't, like, ever really sit down and cook myself a You don't make, dinner. like, a Christmas like, quiche? Like, <laughs> what? No, Did you just say the word quiche? We were just making a bet if you cooked yourself a Christmas ham or something, or if you just like go out and get some hot now and just kind of sit there. And <laughs> I was, I just wanted a description. Yeah, of Yeah, what does your kitchen look like? Well, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the bedroom in the living room? It looks just like that. <laughs> it's all in the same fucking room. I mean, it's all basically one room. My futon, because I don't have a bed. I haven't owned a bed in twenty years. I sleep on a futon, which I'm about new, due for a new one because the pecker tracks on this one are just. I have to actually put a covering on it. There's so many pecker tracks on my futon. My futon is oh, black, God. so the cum stains. Oh, God. And most of them are self-inflicted. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm here banging bras every night. Believe me, that's, that happens about twice a year. Most of them are my own self-inflicted loads. Uh, when I'm not beating over the sink, I sometimes will wake up and jack off before I get out of the futon. But like just, a nocturnal emission, maybe, also. Well, I wish. I don't get those. I haven't had one of those in years, but I used to love that when you'd wake up pre-nocturnal uh right in the midst of a nocturnal emission when you wake up and it's already throbbing and it's fucking shooting fucking loads out of it like a fire hose. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, but I can imagine your futon must just be like just completely hardened, like a petrified piece of wood. It's it's like that. It's almost like a it's almost like I, I would think is the like the the overflow at a toothpaste factory, the stuff that doesn't get in the tube, <laughs> that, that maybe maybe it, it oozed out of the the big vat or whatever at the toothpaste factory and it's been sitting on the ground for 10 years and nobody's cleaned it up. That's what it's, that's basically what it's like. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely, it's disgusting. It's a health hazard. I'm sure the health inspector wouldn't be too happy with it. If, if he ever came through here, um, it's certainly got a lot of DNA. I mean, you could take Petri dishes and shit off of here. And I bet you there's STDs. Yeah, I, can imagine. I, I don't Jesus. even want to know. Probably STDs that we've never even heard yeah. of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's there's STDs that have had their own like given birth to their own STDs. You know, two Hybrid STDs. Strains. Like, maybe, yeah, like AIDS fucked uh, uh, gonorrhea, and they came up with a new form of syphilis. Yeah, uh, yeah just like these unheard there, of STDs off uh, for that. I can imagine. Yeah, it, it would be an STD researcher's dream. Let's just put so it that Steel, way. So, Steel, so Christmas Eve, you're just by yourself getting loaded, hanging out in the dorm room. So Christmas Day, though, don't you go to family dinner? Yeah, usually uh, late. Well, probably for I don't know. Probably the last ten years, I think my brother normally has Christmas for like over the last, like I said, five or ten years. So I usually wind up going there in the middle of the afternoon after I sleep off my hangover from the night before and get enough motivation to fucking. I think I mentioned this last year, but I still I just want to reiterate. I still think you should hire a black tranny hooker as your date. Just to fuck with them and just be like, you know, I've been dating her for six months and just not say anything. Just be like, this is Claudia, you know? <laughs> well, I tell you, on the tranny fucking thing, I, I don't even know if I'd have to hire one. I might be able to be my own. I just I just got some blood work done, and I got extremely low testosterone for somebody. <laughs> my, my testosterone levels 
My testosterone levels are literally the levels of a seven-year-old post-op tranny at this point in my life. I mean, that's how low my testosterone is. So I might be able to, I think my lip, I think my wrists are even getting a little limper with all the estrogen. And I mean, it's, it's unbelievable, but yeah, I, I could maybe become a tranny on my own with the way my estrogen or my testosterone levels are, are you shrinking going, by the minute. Yeah, are you going breasts? No, I wish because it would give me something to play with on Christmas Eve. But no, I'm not. The worst part about low testosterone is is the fact. I think it's partly contributing to my limp dick that I've had for years. But I mean, there's a whole array of things contributing to why my dick is limp. But I'm sure testo- low testosterone isn't helping it. But the worst part about it is with low testosterone, I'd figure that I would no longer have to shave my back, and I have to shave it more now than ever. My back hair is growing like crazy, yet my dick is fucking soft as a fucking soft-served ice cream cone. What, what causes low testosterone? Like, what does this happen? Well, I I don't know really what causes it. it, it you eat a lot of soy? Like, yeah, do you eat a lot of tofu? No. You tofu. eat a lot of tofu. Fuck no. <laughs> I, eat, I eat fucking red meat. I'm a man. I'm a true red-blooded American man. I eat nothing but way more red meat than I probably should. Do you drink a lot? Do you do you drink a lot of hoppy beers like IPAs and that shit? No, I drink. I heard that that contributes. Yeah, I heard that the hoppy. I don't like the hoppy beers either, but I heard that contributes. What about HGH? Like, uh, you know, Sylvester takes. What's that? What about human growth hormone? Like Sylvester Stallone takes and all those oh, yeah, aging, uh, action stars. Yeah, I would take that if I could get it. I mean, I, I'm sure they. I know they prescribe to start like testosterone you can get like in cream or they can shoot you in the ass a couple times steroids. a week or something. And it's not like it's not anabolic wow. steroids. It just gets your test levels back to where they should be. But yeah, I can do some but it, you know, some of that stuff is expensive and I don't know if my insurance covers that type of shit. So just, no, just get just get Claudia the black tranny hooker. <laughs> she can get you some uh, you know black markets. <laughs> Well, I'm sure. Well, yeah, because she's taking testosterone, and I need some of her testosterone. But you got to watch right. out. We're though. talking post-op training. Still, you got to watch out. Um, I mean, some of that stuff, some of these hormones, might make your dick even smaller. True. Oh well, we don't want <laughs> that. Well, at this point, what difference does it make? The fucking thing gets used about twice the. Even if I could get hard-ons, like 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 I could when I was fucking seventeen years old, I'd still only get laid probably twice a year. And that's the other thing. I'm thinking, why am I still shaving my back? Nobody sees it. I mean, I don't walk around in a tank top or shirtless. So who's gonna, and I get laid twice in the fucking blue moon. Who's gonna see my hairy back? Well, it might get stuck in the crusty jizz on the futon. You wouldn't be able to get up. <laughs> Well, that's a good point. What, what made you, what prompted you to go get your testosterone level checked? Like, were you watching The View, and then all of a sudden you realized, I'm watching The View? And then you're like, I need to go get my testosterone <laughs> no, I, checked. I, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, I, I, I will admit, I used to watch Oprah after the show. Uh, I never was a big View watcher, but I will... I think part of it was I, like I do a yearly physical where they take normal blood work. And when they did that, when it was the last fall or, or maybe in the spring, whenever it was, I asked the doctor, cause you know, every time I turn on the TV now, they're advertising Cialis or, you know, which I've been taking for years or Viagra, which by the way, the guys in the Cialis and Viagra commercials are the creepiest. They creep. I can't even watch the commercials. The guys creep me out so bad. They're, they got these hot young wives, and the guys are always creepy, like trying to kiss them and shit. And nobody wants to see yeah, that. Yeah, they're, they're also and, like uh, you know, like kind of these virile, like fifty-year-old dudes. You know, like I'm a fifty-five-year-old well, guy in my yeah. you know flannel shirt, and uh, I need to take Viagra. Like that's what they look like. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's most of the dudes taking that. 
are probably, I don't know, what do you think, like 60, 60, 60 up, like 60 and above? Yeah, with the exceptions to me who started when I was 34, <laughs> but or 33, I think it was. But, yeah, most people are probably 60 and up. I got to say, though, I mean, I've taken Viagra a few times, and when you're wasted and you just want a boner, that shit works perfectly. It'll give you a diamond cutter. Like, Cialis gives you a... Cialis is good because it stays in your system longer. It can be a little more spontaneous with it. But if you want like a rock, like, like the only way I can get a diamond cutter erection, it doesn't even work 100% of the time, but when it does work, <laughs> a diamond will cutter. Do it. I mean, that'll give me a diamond cutter. <laughs> what yeah. is it, like a firework? Like sometimes you take it and it's like you lit off a firework and it just didn't go as a dud? Yeah, I, I I don't know if it's the, it's the medication. I think a lot of it has to do with what you've eaten. How, you know, a lot of it has to do with what else you got in your body at the time. And usually I'm pickled in bourbon, and I don't think that helps matters. Yeah, I but, think there's uh, like a war waging within there when you're drinking a lot of alcohol and right. you got boner pills going. Yeah, it's it's a whole concoction. And I used to, and I used to, which probably isn't the smartest thing, but for years I used to take what I called my dick cocktail, which was a fucking full hundred milligram Viagra with a twenty milligram Cialis. So I was, it would be like two dick boner erection uh, pills and medication battling each other for supremacy within the inside and interior walls of my wiener. <laughs> Steele, do you take this just when you jack off or do you take this only when you're going to get laid? Only when I, well, I, I take a lot of them. Waste, I waste a lot of them because there's a lot of times I think I'm getting laid and I don't even come close <laughs> to getting laid by the end of the night. So hey, we all know what it's like. Been there. Yeah. Well, of course. But, uh, so a lot of them just wind up getting wasted. It's a wasted bone. But no, I don't normally take them to jerk off. There was a time where I had to take them to jerk off because I couldn't get an erection without taking them at all, no matter if it was, you know, self-pleasure or with some fucking skank whore. But now, now I can, I can pretty get a pretty decent, at least a 75 to 85% erection masturbating on, on most occasions. So I don't have to waste a fucking dick med anymore on that. But that's, nice. that's um, a good thing. So are you going to talk to your family about your low level of testosterone over Christmas dinner? <laughs> well, I think it should be talked about. I think it should be all, I think the whole family should be in on it. Well, because I mean, it might be genetic. They support. might want to get themselves yeah. checked. Exactly. Well, maybe, I don't know. You'll see. Maybe but, Claudia will boost your testosterone levels. That'll be good. That'll be good to find out. You'll have to see. Uh, well, hang on. Hang on. Back up. Well, you guys are giving my tranny a name. Have we named the tranny already? <laughs> the fictitious Claudia? black tranny, I guess. I, I don't know why I thought Claudia would be a good name, but it sounds like it works. <laughs> well, it works. <laughs> Speaking of black chicks, not, well, this is obviously a chick with a dick we're talking about, but I was in Detroit today, which obviously you guys know is, is um, Wait, the, well, let's just say 100% black. Oh, I didn't black. even know there are black people and, there. Uh, There's black that? people in Detroit? Since when? I actually don't, yeah, see, you I don't see the color of people's skin. I just, I know them for people, who they are. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm driving down eight mile, which is obviously infamous for separating, well, the blacks from the whites. You know, one they side famous black by the, one. Uh, the white black man, Eminem. Yeah. yeah exactly. movie. Well, well, I was driving down that street. I, I drive down there all the time. And there's there's a whole slew of nudie bars that are all along eight mile road. And there's one that I've just seen recently that I, don't, I think was there before, but they've changed the name of it. It was called, the, the name of the nudie bar is called the Ace of Spades, which oh, we all know right. Spades is a great. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's all well, <laughs> Spades. Yeah, it, well, well, we all know that, that Spades is a great 
racial, underappreciated racial epithet for black. So I'm thinking, are they trying to tell me that all the chicks that dance there are black or that all the chicks that dance there look like Lemmy? <laughs> Either way, I would have either way black persuaded me to go in there. Did you go in? (laughs) No, I I didn't have time. I was trying to get back for this fucking interview, which was then, you know, three hours late. But you know, next time I'm down there I'll go in the ace of spades and I'll give you a full report if the broads are black or if they look like Lemmy or maybe a combination of the two. I wouldn't mind if it was just a all black strip club and they only played Ace of Spades by Motorhead. That's the only song they play. Well, see, you get you got a great new take on it. See, I didn't think about that. I was just thinking of the girls on stage. Well, they're either going to be all spades or they're going to be <laughs> Lemmy lookalikes. And you're thinking that they might be an all black club that only plays Motorhead, which I would be down with. That I would as be well. totally down. Ooh, I'd, yeah, yeah, that I'd, I'd like to see that. So, Steel, Steel, um, <laughs> are you buying uh, Martin a gift this year for Christmas? Well, I, you know, we, we normally, you know, we're, we're broken up. We're no longer a couple, but, uh, <laughs> did you ever before? <laughs> no, I, did you ever before that? Like, did you buy him a gift before? We would sometimes, we wouldn't like go out and, and, and like consciously like buy each other Christmas gifts, but sometimes we would pick up just for shits and gigs. Like if we saw something, the other person would date like last year before we did our Christmas show or whatever the fuck that train wreck is we used to do annually. Before wait, 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 wait. That. Okay. Yeah. I want to talk yeah, about that later. Used to yeah, do I, wonder, I was wondering if we're getting to that. We're waiting. Yeah, if you're going to be doing one this year. Oh, I hope not. I don't. Martin and I hate doing the annual one because you guys wouldn't know because you guys do it weekly still all the time. Trying to do an annual show is there's no passion. There's no, <laughs> it's a I mean, chore. We, we mail it in. It's not even, it's like, well, yeah, we just go through the motions. We just do it because people keep bugging us to do it every year. Yeah, but we love and it. We, it is a crowd yeah, pleaser. Well, you know, your fans do. En- your fans enjoy it. You know, it's a crowd pleasing show. Yeah, all free fans that are still living, <laughs> or the ones that the, the ones that are living, the ones that aren't in jail or dead, or uh, <laughs> the ones that are in jail, the ones that really want to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I don't. Uh, we haven't talked about it, and usually we do it. If we do it, we usually do it by now. So I don't. If if we're gonna do one, it's probably not gonna be before uh, 2013's over. But last year when we did that show, uh, he was down at some place in Detroit, going into an old record shop. And speaking of the black, for whatever reason, we're on a Negro <laughs> theme tonight with you guys. I don't know why. I think it's because Nelson Mandela just today. died. Oh yeah, that yeah. could very well be it. Yeah, that that might be why. Um, <laughs> But uh, he uh, he brought into the show because he was at a night before he was down in Detroit at a concert and he stopped in a record store and he brought into the show and he I think he actually gave it to me on the show. He brought in a, a 33 LP a full size album in a plastic sleeve. It's the original music from Shaft in Africa. Oh. And it's got a picture of Richard Roundtree. On the I've front. seen it's that fantastic. album before. I don't own it, but I've seen it. Yeah, and that's what he got me. So, you know, he picked that. So we would pick up stupid shit like that. I I got him. I probably won't get him anything now, but I saw Doug Stanhope, I don't know, a month or so ago when I got him a Doug Stanhope shot glass and a, and didn't, a beer didn't mug. Didn't you one year jack too. off in his Cheerios and you gave him, like, uh, Cumeos or something? <laughs> Assios. Okay, yeah. 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 I you shaved your butt hair, hair in his right chair. That's a good gift. That's a gift you keeps on giving. Yeah. Um, what about Dougie? Yeah, Do you, you get Dougie a gift? I appreciate it, but 
What about Dougie? Do you get Dougie a gift? Um, <laughs> other than a hockey helmet, I don't know what else you would get him. What's, what does Dougie do around the holidays? Uh, you know, that's a good, that's, that's the uh, million dollar question. I don't know. I haven't seen Dougie in, uh, when the last night? I think I saw him over the summer. Uh, you know, we had a heart, did, did, did we mention he had a heart attack on the show? No, before? I didn't even know that. No. That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah, he had a heart attack uh, a couple of years ago. He survived it, obviously, and he's he was he was off the sauce because he was he drank like a fucking uh, like not just a fish but an alcoholic fish. And uh, <laughs> that's interesting, though. He uh, d- d- does alcohol make a retarded person more retarded, or does it make them more intelligent? No, it makes them into Einstein <laughs> dipshit. <laughs> Doesn't make him more intelligent. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it has a reverse effect on a retard. I always wondered though if they took like LSD or something, if if suddenly they'd be like transformed into like this, you know, a professorial type of person. It's because you're yeah, a moron be, that you think that. Yeah, how do you know? Yeah, they'll be heading up Mensa before the year. How do you know, Wackily? How but many no, retards I, have I you given LSD? Yeah, no. See? Good point. That's a good point. Although I would like to see them on LSD because I don't know. I don't think they get smarter, but I think they get more retarded. And I think, <laughs> as we all know, retarded people are funny. They make, I mean, they make me laugh. And I would think that they would be even more, their their retardedness would be even escalated to a point of of epic like proportions that, that would be. Exponentially uh, more retarded. Yeah, who knows this. what would happen. I, it would be, what about doing ecstasy with a retarded person? Well, I'm not to do that because we might wind up fucking one each other before night. Because I've never done ecstasy, but everybody says they do ecstasy. They think about fucking anything that's in their path, and I don't want to fucking wake up the next day. I have enough shame and and shit in my life. A lot of fucking you know hate myself enough as it is. I don't want to wake up two days later after being on an ecstasy high, realizing I just fucked Dougie two days ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I don't know how I'd be able to live with that realization. Like I wake up the next morning, it's just like, oh my god, I just had sex with Dougie. Yeah, well, I don't. I think the key thing in what you just said, B, is you don't live <laughs> with that. On you. You, you, if you wake up realizing that you just banged Dougie here, he banged you a couple nights ago. I think it's time to end it at that point. I think that's called rock. Yeah, bottom. I don't know. Yeah, that that is the nadir of existence. I don't think you can get any lower than that. Um, <laughs> that's when you go to an AA meeting and you tell them your story and they all go out and have a drink. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, yeah, that's when, when you get done telling me the AA story, it's like you know 20 minutes into it and you look around and everybody's staring at you in disbelief <laughs> and they want to get the fuck out of the AA meeting. They ban you from the group. I wonder, I wonder right. what Christmas is like though at the uh, Doug Warsaw household. You know, it's a good question. I, I often wonder that, and we used to have a guy spring break on yeah. our show, too, which is now in a loop. Oh. But, like, I always wonder, like, do they, like, how do they, do they even know what's going on? Like, they're, like spring break didn't even know what was going on. on yeah, any he was day of the year. Like, How does he? He thinks it's always spring break. He doesn't know that it's Christmas. He thinks it's March. (laughs) Maybe that's, yeah, that's a good point, Lance. I never thought of that. Yeah, but I wonder if, like, Dougie's family, like, uh, you know, do they have a Christmas tree? Or, uh, you know, what what, what do they have in there, you know? Like a a lawn chair with a bunch of lights on it? (laughs) I I don't know. Hey, 
you just described what my place looks like on Christmas. <laughs> That's pretty much what my place looks like. All right, we got to get to some holiday calls here. Um, enough of this uh, chit-chat. Um, there'll be some more of that a little bit later. But, yeah, we got some holiday calls that people called in with some holiday-themed calls. Um, let, let me here, Here's one about a Christmas family tradition at this guy's household. What's up, guys? First time, long time, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this is Stacy in Colorado. Uh, unfortunately, Stacey. not the same Stacy that was in the story last week. But uh, I'm glad to hear that the name's being well-represented over in Lineyland. Anyways, I uh, just called to share a holiday story with you guys. So a couple years back, family yeah, all gathered for Christmas, and uh, time came. They decided they wanted to have everybody stand up for pictures. So my brothers and I stand up, and my younger brother decides to start giving me a titty twister while they're taking pictures, as younger brothers do. Short time later, they decide to have everybody else stand up. He doesn't happen to notice that we've changed positions and he proceeds to give my aunt a titty twister. Um, that's basically it. Hilarity ensues. So keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Thanks, guys. You guys a hell of a raconteur there. Um, <laughs> the brother? Yeah. No, I'm just saying this uh, this story. Uh, it was told with such a, so dramatic. Um, so this guy gave a, a titty twist to the aunt. I, I wonder how... Yeah, it looked like uh, he thought he was giving it to his brother. He reached over and he titty twisted his aunt's titty. Um, And yeah, you know, hilarity must have ensued. But it makes me wonder when you guys had Christmas, did your parents make you take photos of the rest of the family? Yeah, both. I mean, is that a tradition? Oh, yeah, my grandma was, you know, the posed photo and like, oh, move that plastic fork out of the way because we'd always eat on plastic <laughs> silverware. Plastic. <laughs> Why plastic yeah. forks? You know, because my grandma didn't want to really do the dishes. Fine china on Christmas, no. like. you, I think you have a wrong impression of me in my back. Grandma Wackerly with her plastic <laughs> silverware. Um, <laughs> and it would take forever because there would be one plastic fork. And then, oh, the salt shakers in front of this, and we don't want to look at that. And she was trying to move all the you know low class plastic cutlery out of the shot so they would think <laughs> we were the fucking Vanderbilt or something, you know, in the fucking looking at the photo. I remember uh, my girlfriend from a few years ago. I was at her house for Christmas, and they were doing this. They were taking like family portraits, and I just kind of had to sit on the side by myself. I wasn't in any of the pictures, which was fine because I didn't want to be. But it was just, it was just so awkward. I'm like, why are they doing this? Well, it's awkward. Yeah, it's awkward for you because you're the you're the lone <laughs> Jew. You're like the token Jew at the Christmas party. And so they say, ah, oh, D, don't fucking buy. No, no, you don't have to be in the picture. You're a Jew. Go sit in the corner with the other Jews. And they just leave you out of it. I would feel a little awkward, are, too. Well, the I thing is, you. there are no other Jews really, really. in the corner. I'm the only Jew in that corner. Oh, you're the only. So, so that's even <laughs> yeah. worse. You're, you're the single Jew. That's bullshit. I would have called him out on it and said, is the reason you don't want me in the picture is because I'm a he? Exactly. You should have called Al Sharpton. You know what I should have done? Come exactly. to this Christmas party I should have taken my pants off and just photobombed the picture. Well, that always works. That always brings out a lot of good holiday cheer. That hijinks would ensue. That guy with a brown shrub in his lap. <laughs> I'm just, did the guy say in the phone call, the one that titty twisted his aunt, did he say if the aunt was hot? Because that would... If it depends on how the ant looks. If it's accepted, if the ant's you know fuckable, like semi fuckable hot, hmm. I 
don't really have a problem with them doing that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's, uh, you know, if she's an attractive aunt, why not grab her titty? I mean, believe me, if I fucking had a hot aunt, you don't think for a second I wouldn't try to grab Do her you titty. Th- How many hot aunts are there? I mean, like 90% of aunts are just fucking But is it incest? It's only incest when you actually have vaginal penetration. If you're just touching titties, that's just a grope. Right. So, in other words, oral copulation is acceptable as well? well? Yeah, Yeah, maybe. I have to consult the rule book. vaginal penetration. I'm a stickler. I'm a fucking stickler. All right. We have uh, some is that gay questions here to get to. And uh, who's better to answer that than uh, Steele? All right. uh, Let me play the theme music. I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I think unicorns are kick-ass. Is that gay? I just watched my brother jerk off. Is that gay? I'm at the urinal and this guy's looking over the wall. Is that gay? I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I think you've got a really nice ass. So, Steel, you watch uh, Game of Thrones? Have you seen Game of Thrones? No, I haven't. I've heard a lot about it. It's about, like, medieval shit and stuff, right? Yeah, more or less, but there's a lot of... Uh, you know, uh, graphic sexual imagery in that. And uh, not to mention, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's kind of a violent series. But I, I guess it's not really medieval. It's, it's fantasy. But it's along the same lines. Anyway, this question is somewhat related to uh, is that – it's an is that gay question about Game of Thrones. Okay. All right. So I got a is it gay question for you. Uh, it's a lot to it, so I'm going to be quick. So uh, every Sunday, a friend of mine, um, I'm in my mid-30s, me and my friends are all in our mid-30s, does a Game of Thrones party over at his house. So we usually have about 10 people there who watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, Wackily does that. Don't you do that, Wackily? Oh, yeah. He plays Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) Yeah, but he has Game of Thrones viewing parties. Well, I have a lot of friends who watch the show and we, like, you know, get drunk and watch it. What's wrong with that? There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. It's pretty okay. gay. I it's kind of gay. gay. It sounds a little bit too Greek for me. That's all right, my friend. Well, so, okay, so I think Wackily can relate to this uh, this question. Uh, we're pretty cool, guys. Uh, so, actually, this week I went there and only my friend and myself were there. And just to give a little history, my friend, uh, we always kind of have a joke about him. He's always the gay one in the group. He's not necessarily gay, but I mean, he's always had girlfriends and everything. But he's just gay. That is pretty gay. You know, when we were kids, he yeah, had, we, every, every group guy. has that guy. Yep. No, I'm just saying it's kind of gay, just you and one other guy watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, anytime just two guys do anything, it's kind of gay. Yeah, well, especially yeah. Game of Thrones because there's a lot of nudity. You know, and there's like even like did did they even have like a gay sex scene or something? Probably. Well, I'm sure they did. If this is anything like Spartacus or whatever, that <laughs> that's like Greek mythology shit. There's always that, that's where the term Greek comes from. It's about fucking people. One of the, the gayest things I've ever done is I went and saw the movie Three Hundred with my brother, just me and him. <laughs> you know that movie Three Hundred? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I, I yeah. saw that just with my brother. And my brother the whole time was just like going on and on about like how he wished he had Vaseline and if I wasn't there. Oh and I, was, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, so it's kind of gay. But I imagine, you know, if you're just go to your friend's house expecting a party to watch Game of Thrones and it's just, just him, I'd probably. Right. Now, now, when you saw 300 with your brother at the movie theater, because let's face it, there was a lot of beefcake <laughs> in that movie. Uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, when you went to see it with him, did he ask you to reach into the pot and get some popcorn out of the bucket? And there was a little surprise in the bucket. I got of the my bucket? own popcorn for that reason. 
Yeah, because I knew it. I knew he was going to pull. Not, not even, it doesn't even matter that I'm his brother. I knew he was going to pull the popcorn trick. My brother, my, <laughs> well, my brother's slick like that. If I, was a, <laughs> if I was a gay guy watching 300, you can bet your bottom ass I'd be in every row trying to get somebody to reach in my popcorn bucket. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Leather jacket and... There's this infamous Canadian hotel incident where uh, this Canadian guy almost wanted to beat him up because he thought he was hitting on him or probably was. What in the fuck? We skipped some weird shit. I think what he was saying is that his buddy, they always think he's the gay dude. Like, he's just kind of gay. Oh, right, right, right. right. There's some infamous Canadian hotel thing where some guy wanted to fucking beat ass. All right, go on. Thrones house party. It's just my friend's fucking garage we're drinking beers it's not like it's fucking it's like total broke back mountain but you know, medieval tallywaggers and everything so either way like we're sitting there and we're just bullshitting and instead of watching game of throws we decided we're going to call a couple hooks so he tells me make the deal figure it out so i i'm doing that meanwhile he goes inside he's in there for like 20 minutes he comes like reeking like cologne and, you know, come to find <laughs> he out. He put on cologne for the horse? I stand there with a black oh, hard heart on. And I'm showing him the pictures. And he's, like, leaning over me while I'm sitting in a chair. And he's just, it, I think you get the image. All right? So that was a little gay. Then little. girls finally show up. We go uh, kind of spread out amongst the house to do our business. I actually end up upstairs in his room. Now, he's downstairs the other bar, and you're talking to her. And I'm like, what is going on? He's kicking her out. I'm like, yelling down. I'm like, you're kicking her out. You know, tell her to come upstairs. So I'm upstairs with this girl. A few minutes later, the other girl comes upstairs. She goes to the bathroom, eventually comes into the room where I'm at. My friend comes upstairs, watches me for like a minute from outside the bedroom door, hmm. then grabs the one girl, goes back downstairs. And another point comes back, like creeps up the stairs, like sees me in the room. I'm like, okay. Then goes back downstairs. All right. Long story short, I know it's getting long. Yeah, goes gets outside. The point. You know, we the girls are leaving. They leave. We go into the garage. We're gonna smoke. And then, uh, you know, he's like almost like Tourette's. You know, like oh, what a fuck, and like talking like about big hard cock and like. All the shit that like went on, oh, my just, like it was just just weird. It was like he kept talking about cock and like all this stuff. Okay, so then <laughs> did you then blow him or down. not? Actually, now at this point, another friend of ours does show up. Obviously, we haven't said anything to him, and <laughs> we decide we're gonna go and sit and watch Game of Thrones, which was taped. <laughs> After the whores <laughs> and the fucking so, drinking, they're gonna go back and watch Game of Thrones. Is it gay that I? and watch Game of Thrones afterwards was the yes. whole situation just far too gay in the first place. I just don't know. Can you guys help? Um, yeah, that's totally, the whole thing is gay. I mean, even though there are hookers involved, which I don't even think these hookers existed. I think these were a, a, a figment of his imagination. I think, I think he, he created these hookers. I think basically he just blew his friend and they watched Game of Thrones together. Well, if you don't believe anything he said, then what do you what Well, no, I mean, he about? made this a whole elaborate story, and it's entertaining, and it's interesting. The guy went downstairs, and he came back upstairs, and he went downstairs again. They went outside and smoked, and then they, they all got together, cuddled, and watched Game of Thrones. I, I think he's gay, and his friend's gay, too. 
Well, I think if I was a clinical psychologist and he was to pose this on the couch, if I was sitting, you know, he was he was he was divulging this in his session, his weekly session that he watched Game of Thrones. He's got a friend who's the the gay, the non-gay gay friend. We all have that gay friend in our circles, which we all rip on, you know, and, and call names and shit. That's got a limp wrist and is a little bit effeminate, but yeah, they're dating chicks and but they're never really getting laid. Yep. I would, this is what I would just look at him and say, I'd say, Joe, I don't know what the guy's name is, but I'd say what we have here is a, a, a you know, a, a classic case of a couple of facts. <laughs> That's what I would tell. Well, okay. What do you think? The- no, I don't know if I get stripped of my professional license for saying that, but that's the way I would pose it to him. Uh, I don't. I, I think you might be able to get hired on Duck Dynasty, actually, because <laughs> I think they're down one guy. I have the yeah, beard for it. I was about to I say, I think you might fit in well. And I, I, and I do drink uh, white whiskey, which is like a moonshine, which is this backwoodsish. Like when you drink it, it's it's made by Jim Beam, but it's it's a white whiskey, and it's. When you drink it, you feel like you're in the backwoods. You feel rednecky. You feel like in the back. You're, you feel almost so backwoodsish that you feel like Ned Beatty in that uh, scene in Deliverance where he's getting ass raped by a hillbilly. Then you then you black out and you wake up in the woods and your butthole hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you experience. wake up in the woods. You're fat. You're a fifty year old man. And your butt <laughs> Is this Aryan whiskey? Like what white whiskey? I've never even heard of this. Yeah, it's a, well, what it is is you know, a, whiskey gets its color from aging in the barrels. That's that's where you get because all whiskey and bourbon is aged in this country. What 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 white whiskey is is it's not aged. It's it's or it's aged very limited, so it doesn't really get that rich brown color. So it's white, but yeah, it's it's very. I can see a lot of Aryans <laughs> drinking it. Yeah, I, I would think that if if Hitler was around when they were making white whiskey, I would think that Hitler and Goebbels and and and. Uh, Himmler and all, I think they would all yeah, they, be partaking. They in probably would like the, the yeah. They probably would like the brown whiskey if they had a choice. No, they don't want to miscegenate yeah, their they, whiskey. If they had no. a choice. Very racist. They're very racist against you know. Hitler does didn't like anything of color, let alone his bourbon. So, so I guess in closing here, yeah, uh, pretty gay, especially gay that you, you afterwards you're like, hey, let's just all sit around and watch Game of Thrones with our wilting erections. Yeah, that that's weird. In fact, I might go to another level and say that's easy gay. <laughs> that's advanced level the gay. gay. All right, we got, we got. Where, where do these guys live that you just call over whores? You know, you get on the phone and then you show, you have like, it's on your smartphone. You can see the pictures like, oh, come over, whore. Well, I'll tell you, like, I, you can, nowadays it's pretty easy because you just get, you know, com. The problem is, is obviously they don't always use the same picture. And when they say they're a hot young college girl, what that doesn't mean is what they don't tell you is they're a 50 year old girl going to uh, medical billing assistance classes at <laughs> ITT Tech. <laughs> Yeah, I ran into is that it? one thing one time. I fell for the hot young college girl, a fucking middle-aged broad that took a couple of classes at ITT Tech. Wackerly, don't you yeah. think it'd be weird if I was just hanging out with you over at your place and I was like, you want to get some whores? And we just both called whores and they came over to your house? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it just odd? I think one person, well, you get, one person should be the point guy to be like, I will call two whores. You shouldn't get separate whore services because you know, the timing yeah, is all Yeah, but it's just weird to get whores with your buddy. I mean, I would get whores by myself. I just don't know if I'd get whores just with my buddy. Yeah, I'd, I'd, Steel, have you done that? Well, I, I, I don't. 
I don't know what either one of you two would do, but I think the two between the two of you, you just break broke the world record for the word saying the word whores in a matter of a minute's time. <laughs> yeah, this conversation seems it's gay. kind of gay. Yeah. gay. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on to the it's next gay. gay question. Here's the other is a gay question. Uh, hey, sick and wrong. It's uh, uh, eleven thirty-four on a. Oh, thanks for the time, Jack. And uh, we're sitting here at my friend's kitchen tables talking about dicks. And we want to know, we, I've come to the conclusion that if you're talking about dicks, unless it's your dick or the world's biggest dick, it's not gay. So if I'm just talking about dicks in general, not gay. But is it gay if we're talking about the world's biggest dick, particularly hmm. a dick that was found on a TSA scanner and then entered into the history books as the world's biggest dicks? So is talking about the world's biggest dick gay? So what do you think there? I think I, I think talking about dicks is never gay, unless you're talking about sucking a dick. If you're talking about sucking a dick and craving a dick and yearning for a dick and wanting a dick and, and salivating over a dick, <laughs> that might be slightly a little bit gay. But if you're just talking about dicks, dicks are funny. They're filled with charisma and personality. And they're funny looking. They're funny to talk about. There's their various sizes, shapes, you know, uncircumcised, circumcised. You could be talking about a porn you just saw or some black guy railed a 70-year-old granny. Whatever the fucking case is, I think just in general talking about dicks, if you're not talking about having them in your mouth or your ass or different orifices on your body, I don't think it's gay at all. Hmm. I got to say, I agree with Steele. Like, I, I think talking about a dick... Rather than, like, if you pull out your dick with your friends and you show your dicks to each other, that's kind of gay. You know, if you're, if you're doing anything sexual with your dicks, I think that's definitely gay. But just talking about someone's dick, especially, like, a di- that guy's dick's not even... If, if, you're get, if you're looking at, the, at naked dicks on the internet with your friends, I would say that's gay. But if you're just talking about, like, yeah, you know, yeah. holy shit, this guy, I know who they're talking Do you hear about that story? This dude with the biggest cock ever went through, I think it was at SFO, and he went through the uh, the metal detector, that body image scanner, and uh, they thought right. he had a, a baton in his pants. But, in fact, the, the guy's got, like, a 14-inch <laughs> cock. Have you, have you seen this guy? He's, like, a dorky IT dude. No, he sounds amazing, though. I'm very envious of his dick. Rackley, have you heard of that guy? No. He's like he has one of the biggest cocks ever. He's like it's he's it's been all over the internet. But the, yeah, the guy's got like a fourteen inch cock. And he's just a normal dude. And he said well, when I go through those scanners, they always think that I'm carrying a light switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, they say and he says it's a burden to have a dick that big. Like a lot of women hate it, and it's hard for him to like you know because usually you can only get like the tip of it in. Like he he said it's a, you know right. it's it's more of a hardship rather than a blessing to have a cock yeah. that big. But anyway, well, there could be worse hardships. I mean, <laughs> uh, certainly fourteen inches is a little. Yeah, I would say that's probably a cumbersome and a very. It's probably uncomfortable because you got to fucking. You can't wear certain things. I mean, I would think that would be a pain in the ass. I wouldn't certainly want one that big. But believe me, you could have a lot worse burdens to bear. <laughs> exactly. Um, but anyway, I, I just feel like this, these guys discussing someone's dick, I don't think that's gay. Are you guys do- done with Friday night gay cock talk? Because <laughs> it's fucking gay. It's Wait, fucking you think really it's gay. gay just to even talk about a dick? 
You guys just talked about fucking men's penises for like fucking five full minutes, and it was really gay. What? <laughs> it was very gay. Yeah, I didn't think it was gay at all. Dude. I thought it was perfectly normal to be talking I'm just about saying, a 14 You know, we were looking at cocks. We were discussing cocks. I don't think it's gay to discuss a cock. Yay. <laughs> uh, speaking of fucking cocks, I was fucking driving today, and I know I wasn't fucking a guy. That's not, that was a bad thing. Yeah, I was about to say, what is this transition going on here? You're, you're thinking about Claudia. <laughs> I was driving today. I, I was driving, and this fucking asshole cut me off, and I said, I yelled, suck a dick. Like, he, to my, you know, obviously he couldn't hear me. His windows and shit are up. But I'm like, suck a dick. <laughs> and my phone was, I didn't realize my phone was on speaker, like for the Google thing. Like, <laughs> like if you say something, it converts your words to text, and then it Googles it for you. And I did that, and I look over at my phone like five minutes later, and when I yelled, suck a dick, it must have Googled the term suck a dick like on my phone and the first thing that it came up with you know list the shit you can go to on suck a dick it was it was uh the first thing I had listed was yahooanswers.com how do I suck a dick put it in your mouth dummy Suck you know, it. it was fantastic because see, I didn't, you know, Yahoo Answers is one of the, you throw, you throw any questions at Yahoo Answers and all these people will respond to it. So apparently the number one thing, the number one thing in a Google search, if you Google suck a dick is from Yahoo Answers of people answering how to actually suck a dick. What's the answer? Yeah, what is the answer? I don't know. I didn't, I was driving at the time, so I couldn't actually like, you, didn't you know, pull concentrate. Over? <laughs> no, I'm, 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 well, that would that be gay plans if I pulled over and googled how to suck a dick? Would I be, would I be in the is that gay competition? I, th- I, I think that would you be pretty. Gay. I think that'd be pretty gay. And you know what? I I saw that. I thought about that. I said, I guarantee you, those fucking those uh, douchebags tonight are going to have a couple. Of, is that gay questions? If I bring this up, it's going to be. Is that I, gay? I think that's pretty gay. That's pretty gay. Uh, I don't know if you're... your phone is gay. That it looked that up. <laughs> Gay uh, people, remember, you can always call the uh, the cigarette hotline with your is that gay questions, 206-666-3846. I got one story, then we got a couple more phone calls. Um, did you guys, did was it like a Wackerly and a steel family tradition to, I, I don't know about this stuff because I'm a Jew. This is all foreign to me. But did you guys like all get together with the family and decorate the tree together and put up the little bulbs and all that stuff? Yes, of course. Like, but was this something that you did as a family unit? Uh, grade, yeah, me. Yeah, I, I think as a kid, it. we all kind of participated in Christmas cookies and, like, you know, people decorating Christmas cookies and putting caroling? up the tree. But as we got into caroling, <laughs> did you go caroling together? <laughs> uh, well, not as a, no, not as a family. We did. We, me and some of my douchebag friends would go caroling, and we'd do like caroling, but we'd switch the words around and have dirty where you know. Ha ha! We're real funny. We're putting dirty words into a carol. It was. It was now that, that is gay. That, that, that we is kind of gay. That, that is gay. gay. Yeah, very very gay. But uh, yeah, but as you get to be teenagers, or even in your late tweens, which is I hate that term, but it's a hotbed term that when you're talking about the in betweeners. When we were tweens, I think we kind of probably got out of the Christmas tradition shit, and like my parents would put up the tree, or you know, I, I you know, I didn't participate much in the Christmas activities. What about you, Ackerley? Did you do this up until you were like twenty? <laughs> no, maybe twelve. Yeah, I, I've, I've caroled. I've sold wreaths for the Boy Scouts. Wow. Were you uh, in a? Were you in a Weeblow troop? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a Weeblow troop. <laughs> How Jerry Sandusky of you? Yeah, I know. I never got diddled. I feel like uh, unsexy oh, because of that. 
Well, you should feel uh, a little bit left out. Feel a little ugly. <laughs> the ugly the story child. I'm going to share with you guys is about is a, is about a Michigan man in Casco Township. Where's that, Steel? Casco Township. Casco? I'm not sure. In Calcasco? It just says C-A-S-C-O, Casco. Allegan County. Oh, Allegan County is down, I think, uh, the southwest part of the state. That's like Three Rivers. Yeah, I've never heard of this area. But So a Michigan man repeatedly punched his mother in the face while decorating the family Christmas tree after noticing that there's an ornament with his brother's name on it, but there are no ornaments with his name. <laughs> Had has that you guys both have both you guys both have brothers? Did anything like this ever happen in in your households? Uh, in terms of the ornaments, yeah. When I was growing up, oh, we we both had ornaments. That's that's the one. That's the really really gay thing about Christmas <laughs> is I think any family that's ever had a tree, a Christmas tree with bulbs and ornaments and shit on it, I guarantee you, ninety percent of the families that ever had a Christmas tree that had kids had Christmas bulb ornaments on that Christmas tree at one point that had all the, everybody's name, the mom's name, the dad's name, or they might just have bulbs say mom and dad. And then they have bulbs with all the kids' names on them. That's one of the, one of the cheesiest, most annoying fucking facets of Christmas in America. At least in America. I'll never understand that with you, you, you Gentiles and your traditions. We never did that with our Hanukkah bush. (laughs) I'll just say it now, didn't happen. What is the Hanukkah bush? I don't think I've ever seen one. Is it actually a bush? Um. Well, you never met Dave's sister. <laughs> sister. You're gonna have to ask my sister, but I think uh, she shaved that Hanukkah bush after she turned like 18. Ooh, don't get me started. <laughs> I've jerked off to you. Don't think I haven't ever jerked off to your sister because oh I have. God. I started jerking off to her when she was 16 years old. On that note, back oh, to the story. Cops responded to a home in uh, Casco Township after a 911 call was placed from the residents. Uh, while nobody was on the line, yelling and screaming in the background could be heard. The woman was saying, you're hurting me. It turned out her son, 38 years old, slugged his mother, Sandra, 58 years old, in the face four or five times while trimming the Christmas tree with his girlfriend and his brother. Uh, police allege that the accused assailant was drunk and became incensed after discovering that only his younger sibling's name appeared on the ornaments. The mother suffered a bloody nose, swollen eye, and a swollen lip. And uh, the, the, her son was arrested for domestic assault. But did you guys ever have any family skirmishes like that during Christmas? Is that common? Uh, I think, well, they say, I, I, I know a lot of police officers, and they say, like, most, a lot of domestic, there's more incidents uh, per capita of domestic violence during the holidays because families, you know, all these families that fucking are at strife, you know, always at each other's throat all year long. They always get fucking schnockered up during the holidays and they're, they're forced to like spend time <laughs> with each other. And that's when most of the domestic incidents, but I mean, this bitch really sounds like she had it coming. I mean, you, you put an ornament on the tree and you only put one of your fucking offspring's names on it. I mean, who wouldn't bunch her in the face? Equal time, man. You'd think this guy's 38 years old. You know. It never stops hurting. I think by I think by the time you're 38 years old, if you realize that you don't have an ornament but your brother does, I think it maybe hurts more because it's been festering. It, it, it's it's a build up. It's it's so by that point the emotional scar is so ingrained that the only way you can maybe equal the score is to punch your mother in the face. <laughs> Plus, you're like now I'm big enough to take mom. 
Right. I love how the guy had a girlfriend. She's just kind of standing there watching this. Um, Oh, there they go again. Punch your mom in the face. Yeah, and I mean, maybe now he had a girlfriend. The reason maybe he hadn't punched his mom in the face the last 10 years is because he probably lived in his mother's basement in a trailer park. (laughs) And now he's got a girlfriend and he's living over at the girlfriend's house. So now he knows he can't get kicked out of the house if he punches his mom in the face for having an ornament with his fucking brother's name on it and not his. (laughs) Steele, do you you have personalized ornaments at, uh, at your mom's house? Oh, I'm pretty. I I know we when I, as, growing up, I know we did because I, I like I said, that's that's almost a given in at any Christmas tree is the named ornaments. But I'm pretty sure I'll check this year. But I I guarantee you, my mom probably still has an ornament on there with my name on it. I haven't looked, but <laughs> I'll, I'll look the next time. I just picture there. you with like a snowy background and your mullet. You know, for a picture of you from like eight. And what was that? Like 1989. Your your senior picture. Well, yeah, well, there used to be. I know. I know. Growing up, one of the ornaments was on a tree. Was like a, we used to at school, in elementary school, or I think it was out like fourth or fifth grade. They used to have you make a lot of classes would have you like around this time of year make your own ornament for your parents. And what they do is they give you a picture, which at the time I looked like John Denver, and I mean I literally looked like John Denver. And uh, I had big glasses. Like a, and a well, let's cut. be honest, a bug-eyed John Denver. Yeah, yeah, very bug-eyed John Denver. But my glasses were the same as his. My bowl cut was the same. You could barely see my earlobes from the hair covering. Van and, Herks. Uh, I, yeah, exactly. We call him Van Herks here. I don't know if your listeners know what those are, but named after a guy, Van Herks, from here who had Van Herks or John Denver's. And uh, we had to make these ornaments in like fourth grade or whatever to take home to the parents so they could put on the tree. And what it was was. You remember those little plastic eggs that the pantyhose used to come in for broads? They, D they loves pantyhose. Like pant- What's that? D loves pantyhose. I like hosiery. Like I'm a fan of hosiery, not pantyhose. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure you were. I'm sure you probably have some on now with some red lipstick and some fuck me pumps. But <laughs> but they gave you like the, they came in. They looked like an egg. They were like a white plastic egg that that had the nylons or whatever. So the teacher would give you like the like one half of that egg, and then they'd give you they cut out your picture or something like that, and then you glue the picture onto the other onto the open part of the egg, and then put glitter and shit on it, and then you put like a drill a string <laughs> through the top that you could hang on the tree. So yeah, I remember that ornament growing up, my John Denver ornament. Did I used you to make call one it. of those wackily? Do you have one of those? No, no. it sounds <laughs> it amazing. Sound really. Yeah, but Wackily probably went to a lesser school system than I did. <laughs> yeah, I probably did. You know, Steel, I, I I almost wish you would just go into a business making those, but you got to use the same picture because you could make up an Etsy page well, uh, and just sell those old ornaments of you with a junk. Somebody bring their own child's picture, and can you make it an ornament with my child? No, no, all these ornaments are my photograph of me so, as an so eight-year-old. Words, it's the same concept, but I don't, I don't put anybody else's picture. I just sell well, them. Because yeah. I would pay a lot of money for one of those. Yeah, I would invest yeah, in the business. I won't be filing for bankruptcy anytime soon <laughs> if I start that business. All right, um, we got some holiday shit stories to get to. Uh, Steele, I don't know if uh, the last time you were on Sick and Wrong, if we had an official segment called Shit Stories, but now we have an official segment about shit stories with its own theme music. So here, I'll play it. We have a theme song. Okay. I just took a holiday shit when I started this interview. Here's the jingle for the Sick and Wrong bit. Come gather around. It's all about shit. Shit! 
there it is. That's the uh, the shit music. <laughs> oh, that's not very. That's not sophomoric at all. <laughs> all right, here it is. A holiday shit story. It's gonna fill you with some holiday spirit. Hey, you fucking Sammy sausage heads. Uh, calling in for a holiday shit story uh, from the St. Louis area, and uh, stopped at McDonald's one day while we were shopping. I'm sitting there eating. My buddy goes in the bathroom. He comes back and he's like, "Dude, you need to go in there and tell me what's in that cup on that ledge." I'm like, "All right, let me finish eating." Finish so I walk eating. In there, step up to the urinal. There's that like a ledge where you can set a drink down on. There's this cup. So here I am. I'm taking a piss. I look up and look inside that cup. Yeah, it was filled with shit. I basically lost my fucking lunch right there. But, I mean, it was just, I basically, I didn't grab it, but, I mean, it was there in front of my face. But, yeah. I <laughs> you didn't grab it. All in the Good job. Journal there. So I was pretty pissed off, and I made him fucking pay for my lunch. And just bought some shit, and then I just puked the shit. But, y'all have a fucking Merry Christmas. They warm out there. I think that's Phil Robertson. Um, know, you know what I love about this? It's like some your friend goes to the bathroom. He's like, oh, my God, you got to see the shit that's in the urinal. It's his own fault for going in there and checking it out. I mean, if he could have been like, no, dude, that's cool. I don't need to look at someone else's feces. Yeah. When your friend comes out and says, hey, you got to see this, and he just came out of the bathroom stall, it's never going to be something pretty. It's not going to be a, it's not going to be some hot chick sitting in there with her legs spread open. You know what's going to be shit? It's going to have something to do with cum, shit, or piss. You got Possibly three options, blood. And it happened to be the number two yeah. option. <laughs> a combination of all three. Plus, yeah, it, was probably the, were... it was probably the friend shit. <laughs> right? It could be. Because, I mean, I, that's what my friends would go do. Go in there and look at it, yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, maybe they were trying to film the new clip, but YouTube sensation, two guys, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> was it a McDonald's cup, like a like a chocolate milkshake or something? Well, see, this is where your journalism journalism skills come into play. See, those are the those are the things I need to see. The details. People will tell you, oh, I got a shit story, but they don't describe the cup. I mean, Research. yeah, was it a McDonald one of the, the cardboard cups that they give you a soft drink in, or was it that maybe it was a big gold cup from Seven Eleven? Exactly. I mean, uh, the, the little cups at McDonald's are almost too small to hold any type of shit. I mean, I, I would never be able to shit in one. Now, a big gold cup I could maybe shit in, but my shits are usually pretty fucking big, and they're not to fit in a small cup. Um, mine are kind of runny. I could probably fit in like a, you know, like a large uh, McDonald's chocolate milkshake, but that's kind of gross to even think about. I, I just wonder... When he's frosty? I just wonder why someone would shit in a cup when you have toilets in the same room. I, I think the only answer to that is because it's funny. It's funnier <laughs> than shitting in the toilet. I mean, it's, it's more uncouth. Let's be honest. But, I mean, it's funnier. Like, if you shit in a cup, hey, that's funny. They're shit in a cup. Ha uh-huh, look at that. But when you shit in a toilet, that's where the shit's supposed to go. It's, not that funny. it's like if somebody shits in the wall on urinal. That is funny. Because funny, you're not supposed to shit in the urinal. <laughs> You're not? <laughs> well, I'm not going to say you're not because I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I haven't shit in the Walling Urinal. Of course I have. What man on this fucking planet hasn't shit in the Walling Urinal at some yeah, point? Exactly. 
Um, these next shit stories are kind of, these, these kind of have a twist. They're a little bit different than our typical shit story. The reason being is because they're from a chick. Really? Ooh, nice. Yeah. I like the thought of a girl. Yeah, this is like a girl calling in with a shit story. I tell you what, guys, I don't want to fucking put anybody on alert here, but I'm already chopping up a little bit. Are you by the sink? I'm getting there. The sink is, Lance, I'm in my living room. The sink is right over to my Maybe, you know, Seal, maybe instead of Cialis, you just need to watch a woman take a shit. Hey, I don't think I haven't. I used to be a, I, in fact, I think I was the one that uh, caused uh, scatmania.com to crash a few years ago. I was on there so much. Tracy from Michigan. Not sure if you guys are still doing the shit stories, but well, of course. you have a pretty funny oh, one are. about a friend. I'm already a couple years older. back, we were at an air show, and it was like 90 degrees, no clouds, <laughs> pretty humid because you know how Michigan is. And on the way out, she got a funnel cake. Ooh. <laughs> she, as we're walking to our car, she this doesn't decided, sound good. I'm thinking sodbuster. Because what normal girl eats a funnel cake? Well, this is oh, a friend that got the funnel cake, though, right? This this chick talking right. could be the skinny yeah, friend. Yeah, I'm just saying that the, the subject of the story is shoving a funnel cake in her mouth. I'm not yeah. thinking she's she's a girl that yeah, I want to watch uh, defecate. If you're Speak eating yourself. carnival food, <laughs> you're a big broad. Hey, she needed a hurry because she had to shit because that's what funnel cakes do to her. Nice and greasy. Well, we couldn't find the car. As soon as we find the car, though, it took us a little while, she opens up the passenger door and the back door, and she decides that she's shitting uh-huh. right there. I Which had back door? I'm talking about. Those are the cars. Oh, wait. So this, wait, the hot chick has two kids, five and six. Oh, my Lord. They're in the car. They just left them in the car to sweat to death when they were at the carnival eating fucking well, What I, what I think is interesting about the story oh, okay. is the, the toddlers here, the five-year-old and the six-year-old, they're continent. Like, they're, they're able to hold their bowels. Whereas the uh, okay. sodbuster yeah. um, doesn't have that skill. And they're in the backseat. <laughs> not. And she's like, I can't hold it anymore and just shit. Well, being the good friend that I am... <laughs> I'm trying to find napkins, anything that I can help her to All over the up. bench seat of the Cutlass Sierra. Just, oh, I, like, I like this. Being the good pudding. friend that I am, i got to call this story into a podcast called Sick and Wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's a real, this is a real class act. And looking around to make sure there's nobody there to see. And all of a sudden she looks at me and she turns around and she says, we need to leave right now. And she gets in the car. And as we're leaving, I'm like, what is going on? And she said, I totally just shit all over, sprayed shit all over the side of that white van right next to us. So she basically <laughs> sharded all over the side of the white van. So when these people are leaving the air show, they're going to be like, what the hell? Why is there shit all over the side of my driver's door and my passenger door? How much shit is in this fucking sod's fucking coal? I mean, she shits on the van and in the back of the car. Like, was it just spewing out like a volcano? Oh, oh, I don't know which... Well, the funnel cake wasn't the oh, only no. thing she ate all day, right? She started out talking it, about breakfast. Yeah, this, this funnel lunch. cake was after five elephant ears and a fucking <laughs> box of french fries. I don't think it was just one funnel cake either. Fuck. I think it's funnel cake plural. 
But what do you think she was wearing? Yeah. Like to. Yeah, she's wearing shit. I now. mean, to, yeah. but to shotgun on shit out of your ass like that, she must have been wearing some kind of mini skirt or something. Just lifted it up and just shot it out. Well, yeah, you, you know these fucking broads today. They wear a mini skirt, but they don't wear. See the reason? Because usually, if you got like garments on, it's gonna at least some of it's gonna catch in your fucking britches. This broad garments. must have been fucking free balling it. She must have been walking around in a mini skirt with no panties and fucking uh, you know chapping her lips while walking in the wind, and all of a sudden shit her fucking uh, bottomless mini skirt. Exa- exactly. I mean, broad. if she was wearing hosiery. It would have been, it would have been right. contained. Yeah, the shit would have right. been contained. Yeah, it, exactly. I mean, it's not going to spew out on a fucking white van and on the interior. God, I, I don't know what color this broad's uh, interior, this broad's car was before, but I don't know what color it is now. <laughs> Good Jesus Lord. Bro. What a sick bitch. And my Woo. son is in the backseat going, we're going to go to jail. Run to go to jail. But the kid thought they were going to go to jail. Anyways. Because she shit on the car. From then on, my kid. Her son. It is her son. Never really seen her. Diarrhea. Cha-cha-cha. And I told everyone I know that story. So I thought it was pretty funny. That's terrible. Here she is just uh, is spreading uh, spreading this. this I mean, the story is good. It's a, it's a good story. Her friend had intestinal distress, and now she's like telling everyone and putting yeah, it on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, we all know about this now. Well, she's exploiting it for her own humor, humorous gain, and, right. and I, you know, I, you know, the other thing is, I mean, now, like, how do you even begin to like? I wouldn't even if my friend shit like that. It was all over. First of all, I'm not cleaning. They're <laughs> cleaning it up. Not me. I'm not touching it. They're cleaning it up. And they're going to fucking shampoo it and do whatever they have to do to get the smell out of there. In fact, they'll maybe even have to buy me a new car. <laughs> this is your car now. Yeah. You get me a new uh, car. This is, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm a 70, 70% erect <laughs> after that story. And I would probably fuck both chicks. I just wouldn't fuck the one in the ass. Steel, have you ever had a girl shit it. your bed, the futon? No, I have not. I've never had a girl... I've never had a girl shit during ass play. <laughs> Wait, you've never ever had shit on your fingers or on your dick or anything? Oh, I've had. Well, I've had a little goop on, but I mean, in that, but like not, they never like out, shit. Like, yeah, I have a friend that, mudslide. I had a friend that got completely shit on during anal one time by a fucking fifty-five-year-old broad. <laughs> um. Which is a, a a great story of his. I I don't want to you know. Is, wait, I, I wait. Have him come is that why Martin's breath smells so bad? <laughs> no, that's because that's because he has chronic halitosis and his wife's vagina reeks. Because oh, wow. yeah, that's that's the story. You know, the first night those two met, he ate her box out in the back of my jeep for like three hours, like just eating eating pussy. First of all, it's way beyond the awkward. So you can only eat pussy for about ten or ten minutes is almost way too long and too awkward. But he went way beyond that, like eating her pussy for an hour. When he got out of there, that fucking jeep of mine smelled for three months, and I wasn't sure if it was his breath <laughs> or her pussy. I mean, I've like told that story a million times. Yeah, what did it smell like? Like catfish. It smelled like, like I said, it smelled like chronic holotosis mixed with yeah. a fucking yeast infection. It was the worst. <laughs> Gingivitis. The most grotesque combination yeah. I've ever smelled in my life. And I couldn't disgusting. get out of there. All right, we got, we got one more, one yeah, more holiday shit thing. story, and uh, then, then we got to move on. Thank yeah, I, I know, because this is kind of ruining my holiday spirit. Although, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be in intestinal distress over the uh, Christmas, uh, the holidays. <laughs> 
Yeah, it, it tends to be that time of year. And I'm sure that uh, Yagnog or whatever you're drinking isn't going to help you. I'm already feeling it, tonight. My Yagnog yeah, is now mine, gone. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I go to the, um, bad Axe library, right? You guys mentioned that on a podcast. Wait, she's from, these are two, Mich- why do Michigan girls like to talk about shit? Why do we? You got a lot of Michigan things going on. Yeah, I was just in Bad Axe a couple weeks ago. I hope I didn't run into this fucking. Yeah, I was about to say it's about. like I probably would have abstained from anal sex in Michigan. Seems like I can get a little messy. Right. Yeah. Uh, no kidding. Yeah. As if you were offered. Well, Bad Axe anyway. Anyway, so I go to the library where they actually have the Bad Axe because it broke in Indian broke anyway. So I was using the internet service, like the Wi-Fi there on my laptop, and I was starting to fart. I was farting a lot. (laughs) I thought, maybe I should go to the bathroom. Well, I farted, and I realized I needed to go to the bathroom. So I packed up my laptop, and I went to the bathroom, and I was doing my thing, and I realized I had sharted. What thing? Describe it. I didn't know what to do. The shark was there. Couldn't very well wear them home. Yep. So she shared so herself at the library. Them in the garbage. Yeah. The thing is, is, I wouldn't normally think about it too often, but the ladies that run the library are often. Like probably about 70 years old, and they're really sweet. And I'm sure one of them had to clean it up, get my sharded underwear out of the bathroom. Anyway, that's my shit story. I hope you enjoyed it. Huh. Well, thanks, Vanessa, telling us about your shart at the library. <laughs> In the thong. Bad axe. Uh... Yeah, uh, I'll tell you what. My 70% job just went to 100%. Yeah. I'm full of wreck right now. She sounded hot. She sounded a little ditzy. She sounded really young. And... You could get she, to well, the thumb in like two hours, right? Oh no, the bad axe! I can get there in about an hour and less than an hour and a half. Fuck. Yeah, Steel, what do you? How do you feel about women farting? Like, if you're at the strip club and this stripper's giving you a lap dance, next thing you know, she just rips one on your lap. Well. I, I like scat. I mean, but I like it from a distance. I don't like to be. I, let's put it this way: if it comes to scat, I don't mind being the scat earner. I don't want to be. Oh the wait, scat so you'd rather eater. shit on a girl? In other words, Philistine. I wouldn't. I, I would not be opposed to dumping a loaf on a broad's belly. If, if, if a broad, I could get my arm twisted to do that. But there's no way in hell I'm going to let her reciprocate. She ain't shit on my face anyway. No way, no how. Not happening. But I, I would, I, I wouldn't be a if, if that's what they were into. They said, "Hey, John, shit on me, shit on my pussy, shit on my pussy, I'd shit on her pussy." <laughs> I don't know if I could do that and date a girl. Like I couldn't do that to a girl that I was dating. It would change the dynamics well, of the relationship. We're not talking about. Well, that's what I'm saying. Dating. If I have to see this girl like <laughs> yeah, repeatedly, I would know. Like in my back of my mind, I right. would think about like I just you know. 
that just dropped a loaf. Well, you could her. never look her in the face with a straight face again. You're, you're, every time I'd be talking to her, yeah, I wasn't talking about dating. I mean, obviously, any girl that's going to say, hey, John, shit on my pussy, it's probably somebody I'm going to take home to the parents. But but it would be one of those things that if we did run into each other, it would be very awkward, I imagine, after that, because when you run into the whole time she's talking to you, you're going to be looking at her pussy thinking, I shat on your pussy three weeks ago. I shat your pussy. In your crotchal region, I you know, dro- dropped the deuce. I, I, I don't know. Right. If, I don't want to give you any ideas to your business, but I'm thinking another ornament with you shitting on a girl's pussy might also be a big seller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These be kept in the back <laughs> yeah, of the store. That's though. only for adults. Like they, you have to go through adults only ornaments. You got to go through the saloon doors to get in there. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll be just like the video stores used to, which no longer around because you fucking get all the porn online, the fucking bastards. But yeah, well, we can do that in the store. We'll have the adult section in the back if you want my scat picture. You have to go back there to grab the ornament. There's still only two ornament stuff. There's a steel young boy, steel shitting in a pussy. Two yeah, and styles. Frankly, uh, I tell you what, I'm not going to be the one that upholds not selling the scat picture or the scat ornament to underage kids. If, if, if a 15-year-old comes in wanting my scat picture, I'm still selling it to them. Because I think kids need to fucking see so scat. Yeah. That's the only way you scare kids. The only way you can scare kids straight these days is to show them a good fucking scat. All right, Steel, last question here. If you walked into that bathroom, because it's probably a gender-neutral bathroom in Bad Axe, mm-hmm. and you saw like a pair of panties kind of rolled up in a ball, a little bit of feces in them, would you have taken the panties with you? I would have tried them on. I know that. Uh, no, I, 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 to be honest, here's the deal. I, I do... I, I've been knowing to Google panty stains online. I'm kind of into stains on panties, but I'm more into the menstrual stains. I'm into menstrual porn. It's one of the I was about to say, it's disgusting. That's that's wow. I mean, I'll have sex with a girl on a on a rag if I have to, like wild girls men. Yeah, but you got to Google panty. You got to Google <laughs> menstrual panty stains. It's, it's a, you'll spend an hour on there. At least, well, maybe you won't, but I do. But. uh yeah, I, I don't mind a good a little menstrual stain, but I I I, I don't want to shit like I, I no I I don't I I'd probably just walk out of the bathroom probably and leave the panties where they are. You're not gonna uh, purchase a loft in Brown Town. No, probably not. Um. Anyway, people, that, that's our shit story segment. You can call with your shit stories to the Sick Wrong Hotline. Uh, we got one more phone call, then uh, we, we kind of have to wrap up this holiday show. It's already become a drunken mess, talking about boners and feces. It's really gross. You know, I don't even see what this has to do with the baby Jesus or or anything I mean, to do with Christmas, really. It's just, it's... Oh, don't tell me there wasn't a couple. Don't tell me there wasn't some shit laying around that manger. <laughs> All the mules and those donkeys. Somebody there's some shitty panties. You know, you know what the problem is? We didn't get enough phone calls like this next phone call. Like this next phone call is a good holiday phone call. Unfortunately, it was the only one of this type. Hey, D. Hey, Lance. I just want to tell you that I've been listening to you guys for about three years, and I started right around this time back in 2010. And I just have had a great time since then. Are we playing this that game? It's been very fun listening to you guys every week. Because that's gay. I really thank you for putting effort into the show. That's so a nice call. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Hope you had a nice Hanukkah. And have a nice New Year. Too. Kwanzaa. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. So is that phone call gay? 
Super gay. Yeah, oh my lord, gayer than gayer than the gay. That's that's maybe the gayest thing I've ever heard. Quite frankly, he, he like sat down on his phone and thought, like, I'm gonna call these podcasters and tell them that I appreciate what they do. <laughs> the I gayest say, thing ever. Yeah, and he was fuck very off. well spoken and very well thought out. I mean, how gay is that? Like. Like, I didn't even think you had anybody to listen to that could even. Yeah, no, he's very articulate compared to a lot of the. You know, Steel. Most of the call, most of the calls that we got were uh, here. Here's the typical call. We got, probably got about twenty of these. Um, here. <laughs> Merry Christmas, faggots. Yeah, that's that's pretty much most of the calls that we got. Uh, whereas like this it. other guy calls in, and he's very yeah. articulate, telling us that he really appreciates the show. You know, I think that guy might be the gay. Of Thrones. You think so? <laughs> there you go. He very well could be. The Gay of Thrones. Yes, that, that guy. But uh, anyway, uh, thank you, everybody, for calling into the holiday show. You can always call the second hotline at 206-666-3846. Uh, we do got to wrap up. We got to get out of here. Um, also, um, or as always, uh, make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes. Uh, we do appreciate that. Just do a search for Sick and Wrong. Rate, comment. Uh, go to the Sickerong uh, store, sickerongpodcast.com slash store, and uh, support the show by buying a new Sickerong logo tee. I guess they're not really new anymore, but we have been selling them for a while. Sickerong logo tees available right at the Sickerong store. Um, also, that finally here, the Sickerong song of the week. Yeah, this is probably the only show that I get really drunk on. Have you guys noticed that? Like I'm like totally slurring words. Bit, yeah, 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 I know. I was about to say, right like, I'm almost Wait, lisping. I've drank that much eggnog. But this is the one show during the year yeah, well, when you're allowed to do this, you know? Just... Yeah, and when you, if you start lisping too much, it's time to get the game on. <laughs> anyway, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week was Thank sent you. in by Prox. He goes, hey, guys, I know it's really close to Santa time, and I hope you still have time to receive a Holiday Song of the Week submission. But if you don't, I figure you guys would like this one. My buddies and I got together and produced a holiday Dio song. It's called Reindeer in the Dark. Pretty good if you ask me. Mm. But I did collaborate on the lyric writing and created a slideshow for it on YouTube. He sent me the YouTube link. Um, Happy holidays, guys, and have a great new year. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, and above all, keep it coming. Prox. So we're going to end the show here with Reindeer in the Dark. And I got to say, this guy does a pretty spot-on Dio impression. Um, you'll have to hear it for yourself, but um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> I'm a big RJD fan, so I'll hold out uh, any opinion on that. I don't know I how uh, please Ronnie James would be listening to this song because Rainbow in the Dark had some serious meaning to uh, RJD. Um, well, as did most of the songs. A lyrical genius, genius, definitely. Well, anyway, uh, thank you, Prox, for sending that in. Steel, thanks for being on the show. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Um, hope you have a, a, a good, um, a good uh, holiday time. And uh, let us know. Let us know Same if you. uh, you're going to be and doing I, a From the Bill show this year. Well, that's all up in the air. But I would say this to those broads in Michigan that called in about their shit stories. I live in Michigan, and I just want them to know I am this holiday season, I'm trying to retain my my world's worst lay championship title belt. <laughs> so if they want a shot at it and they don't say a thing, they think I'm lying, I am the worst. I will leave them empty and unsatisfied and more disappointed than they can possibly imagine. So if they want to step up to the plate and try to take that title away from me, I am the world's worst lay. And 
they they got my number. I'm within I'm within reaching uh, distance <laughs> of where they live. So I'm sure they're quite tempted. <laughs> Yeah, I'm half limp, I'm small in the pants, I'm in, I'm out, I'm premature. It'll be a miserable experience, I promise them that. They will get to yeah. see the dorm room, though. What's that? They will get to see the dorm room, though, probably, right? Well, you know, I'll put a blindfold on them when I bring them in, just so they don't know how to get here. <laughs> they don't know where it is, yeah. Yeah, like, drive them here with a blindfold on. Bang them for three seconds, shove them out the door with the blindfold on. Do and women get in the pregnant woods. if they just touch the futon? Because there must be so much caked up semen. Yeah. Oh, it's the older semen, yeah. The semen from eight or like the dried up semen from eight, nine, ten years ago, absolutely. They could get pregnant off that. The semen since 2008, I had a vasectomy. So that's, that's those are live <laughs> rounds. Those are just dead. <laughs> Dead, dying, decaying. It's just uh, dead-eyed you know, semen. It doesn't have any live rounds <laughs> in them. Semen yeah. graveyard. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, my my post-vasectomy semen is is. Uh, well, is maybe there will be an immaculate <laughs> conception. Good to know. Who knows? Well, that's always possible. It'll be a holiday miracle. Anyway, people, thanks for listening to the show. We wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, and uh, yeah, we'll be back next year. Till then, take it sleazy. All right. Good night, people.
Hey girls, it's the Magpie. You know it ain't the Christmas show if the Magpie does not call in and wish everybody a happy Christmas. So, whatever you're doing, folks, whatever's going on, whatever holiday you celebrate, folks, ladies and gentlemen, if you are going to celebrate this holiday season, you get out there and celebrate, wishing a happy whatever it is to the entire sick and wrong audience. All right, peace out. Later.